0: Hello everyone, Alan Mishra here from Vitality Explorers. Please sign up at VitalityExplorers.com for free scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and spiritual well-being. So let's start off this Vitality Explorer news podcast with a quick quote. Quote, turn your wounds into wisdom. That's from Oprah Winfrey. Turn your wounds into wisdom. So on this episode of the Vitality Explorer News Podcast, we're going to talk about exerkines. Interesting, cool word. Those are the molecules that are released into your bloodstream when you exercise. Uh, we're also going to talk about executing on greatness, sort of an update on how to make 2022 awesome. And then finish with why serving others can actually reduce your body's inflammation. Uh, It would be really helpful if you would share this podcast with your friends and family to enhance their vitality. And please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you are enjoying what you are learning and hearing. So let's start with Exerkines, and that's E-X-E-R-K-I-N-E-S. And as always, you can read more about the details of these individual components of the the uh, the podcast today on the Vitality Explorer substack site. So just type in Vitality Explorer news into substack and you'll find it. All right, so what are exerkines? I think they're actually the key to vitality and these are little molecules that are uh, released uh, when we exercise. But let's start a, start from a quote from the paper that's quoted on the, on the substack site. Uh, and that, that is from Chow et al., which is just very recently published in, a, in um, Nature Reviews, which is an excellent journal. And here's, here's the quote. Irrefutable quote. Irrefutable evidence supports the importance of physical activity, exercise, and cardiorespiratory fitness in the prevention and treatment of chronic diseases such as cardiovascular disease, obesity, diabetes, cognitive decline, and many cancers, while enhancing the immune system, health span, longevity, and resilience. Uh, That's part one of the quote. Part two is, quote, conversely, physical inactivity poses a major public health threat as it is associated with increased mortality and a notable economic burden. All right. So, again, as I said, that article comes from Nature Reviews. This is an elite medical journal and medical journals uh, in general, they use conservative language. They almost never use the word irrefutable. So that means the evidence supporting exercise for health is so powerful so important that it is now considered a scientific axiom, in fact, it 'd be kind of interesting if anybody has some evidence that well, maybe excessive exercise or over exercises can be bad for you, but in general, exercises is really good for us, and I think we we know that, but I think we 're beginning to unlock the mechanisms under underneath why that works. So the emerging science is helping us answer that question. And and I do think exerkines, uh, the molecules that are released when you exercise, um, are the key to your long-term vitality. These molecules influence a variety of your body systems, including your heart, your liver, your brain, your immune system, and even uh, your adipose tissue, your fat tissue. And they come in, these exercise exerkines, excuse me, exerkines. Uh, E-X-E-R-K-I-N-E-S, come in many forms, things like hormones, proteins, and other signal-generating molecules. So really, really what happens is we, you're working out, you could be running, biking, swimming, just walking even, and and then your body releases these little molecules into your bloodstream and they cause positive adaptive changes. In other words, they help you in a variety of systems. Um, and I think what, what we're finding is that is the key to not just living long, but to living vitally okay so the research that's evolving is really complex there's still a ton of work to be done that happens when we exercise in terms of the timing the total amount uh, what's best and what's what's really the limit Um, but i think the article also talks a little bit about this concept of resilience as quote the ability of the body to resist adapt to recover or grow in response to stressors And it's clear that that the exercise helps enhance your body's resilience and there's also a lot of data about uh, exercising enhancing your mental resilience so lifelong exercise clearly improves your musculoskeletal system that's something i know a ton about as an orthopedic surgeon and maintaining this system is crucial to your body uh, body's mobility which is the foundation um, a foundational component of your vitality. So, really, one intriguing in, uh, part of the research is the connection between the exercise prevention, excuse me, exercise and cancer prevention. So, uh, here's another quote from the study: A meta-analysis of pool data from 12 prospective cohorts with self-reported physical activity found that increased physical levels, activity levels, are associated with a decreased incidence of cancer across multiple types. That's pretty impressive, right? 12 prospective cohorts, that means 12 studies, um, found that increased levels of physical activity were resulted in a decreased risk risk of cancer. That's impressive. So exercise also helps your liver and brain. Um, and the, the review paper that we're quoting from, again, and which you can find on the Substack Vitality Explorer news site, uh, quotes exercise, exercise as a quote, promising non-pharmacologic strategy to maintain and improve brain function. So this is just fascinating. It's now got a term, it's got a word. Myokines are are one of those which come out of your muscle. But exerkines, I think, is something we're going to be talking a lot more about as we move forward in our exploration of how to live our most vital lives. So check out the Substack site for the review uh, article details, the abstract, and a couple uh, uh, examples of... Uh, graphics that'll help you understand that. Second thing we're going to talk about this week is greatness. And I think greatness is is around for us. And I wanted to revisit a post that I made in December 2021. Um, and I, I titled it, We Were All Prepared for Greatness in 2022. And here's the original post. And I'm just going to read it to you again. You can find it on, on the Substack site, but here it is. Um, and this is something I posted about three months ago. We have been working towards this exact time our entire lives. We've enjoyed times of triumph. We've endured times of pain and adversity. We have worked hard and accomplished much. We've also worked hard and failed. Some of our dreams have come true. Some of our dreams are still on the horizon. And some dreams seem out of reach or impossible. Pause for a moment today and think. Turn off your phone for 20 minutes. Sit down with a piece of paper and pen. Write down what life has prepared you to do in 2022. <laughs> I like that. Write down what life has prepared you to do in 2022. I think we're all prepared for greatness. And in the post, I said that my Vitality students from my Stanford class last fall helped me understand the meaning of greatness. And, and here's here's a few things that I, I thought of back then in December of 2021. Greatness does not mean always sending like a rocket ship to Mars or curing cancer or solving social injustice. Greatness comes in caring for a sick child, parent, or friend. Greatness comes in making sacrifices to help others in need. We're going to talk a little bit more how that's really helpful for you. Greatness comes in believing in yourself and others. Greatness comes in being thankful for what you have. Greatness comes when you seek growth from pain. Greatness comes when you embrace the three princes of serendip. And I believe greatness comes when faith conquers fear. So this is how I finished the post in December of 2021. I said, nourish yourself today with the knowledge you are prepared for greatness in 2022. So I've read and reread that post many times. I've uh, presented it at a variety of meetings. And I think I posted it back then to inspire myself and hopefully others to believe that greatness can come in a variety of forms this year. I, I really am uh, an indomitable optimist, but I also suffer from times of doubt. And I wonder whether being an indomitable optimist, optimist and suffering from doubt sometimes is sort of a, contra- a contra- contradiction. I, I really don't think so. I believe I think all of our confidence wavers over time, but our faith in ourselves and what we can do for this world can remain strong. I continue to believe that we can all contribute to our world uh, in in our own u- unique ways. Um, I also think that sometimes we need to take our foot off the gas and just relax and give ourselves a break. And this, is, this comes from uh, playing some bad basketball when I was growing up. But a little story about this is I, I was playing in a pickup basketball game and I just hesitated as I was driving down the lane. And I'm not even sure I did it on purpose. But something really weird happened when I hesitated as I drove to make a layup. Everybody else flew by me and then the lane opened up wide and I was able to make an easy layup. And that led me to think about this in the context of we're all running at full steam ahead all the time. Maybe we just need to hesitate a little bit. It's not always possible to be putting your foot to the uh, bottom of the gas pedal um, or the electric pedal. If you have uh, a electric vehicle, I think we also need some time just to kind of recharge our batteries. So my conclusion about this is that pursuit of greatness for me, at least in 2022 is a work in progress. And I'm going to give myself an incomplete for this year right now. I need to also give myself some grace to know that it's impossible to just completely push the limits at every minute at every time. So let me know what you think about that. You can post the comments below uh, in, the, in the commentary, or you can read the whole thing on, again, the Substack site. We're going to finish this week with something I think it's it's a fascinating piece of research, and that is serving others reduces systemic inflammation. Is that really is that really possible? I mean like you're helping somebody else out and you're going to reduce your own body's inflammation? Well, that was a question that they were trying to answer. And we know that systemic inflammation is associated with a variety of problems like cardiovascular disease, cancer, osteoarthritis, um and you know, the idea of trying to reduce your inflammation is something we've been talking about a lot in this space. Um and then, you know, we talked earlier just now about how exercise can help you with that. But what what about helping somebody else? Is that a way you can actually reduce your inflammation? We know there are drugs out there like prednisone or anti-inflammatory drugs like naproxen, which is also known as Aleve, and ibuprofen, which is also known as Motrin. These, these drugs do reduce inflammation, but they have systemic and sometimes significant side effects. And one of our primary goals with Vitality Explorers is just to identify specific, actionable ways we can reduce our inflammation without ingesting drugs or their supplement cousins. Um, and this this study, which was a study of over a thousand people, um, identified a way to do that. Uh, and what they did is they were measuring people's uh, belief that they could give social support to others. And here's, here's what the, they found. But the belief that one can um, be available to give social support to others correlated with lower levels of interleukin-6, also known as IL-6 a little bit of science, a little bit of biology here, interleukins are signaling molecules within your bloodstream. They're originally thought to be just produced by white blood cells, but they're produced by a variety of cells. And IL-6 is a powerful key player in, in regulating your body's inflammation. Lower levels seem to be correlated with lower levels of chronic inflammation. So if you, if you have lower levels of IL-6, you typically have lower levels of chronic inflammation in your body. And here's another quote from the paper. Again, you can find this on the Substack vitality explorer news site quote the current study examined uh, whether perceived support giving moderates the association between social relationships and your systemic inflammation the primary results supported our hypothesis Quote, perceived support giving in important social relationships, that's with your friends, your family or spouse, moderated the associations between IL-6 and in indicators of positive social relationships, including social integration and perceived support availability. A lot of gobbledygook in that sentence, but these papers basically suggested that if we support our friends, family and spouses, we're going to reduce our systemic levels of inflammation. I think that's a that's a really fascinating piece of science. Now it needs to be replicated. This was one study, it was a thousand people. Um, but I think you can maybe be even think of it as selfish. If you're helping somebody else, you might actually be decreasing the inflammation in your body. So here's a suggestion that each of us find at least one way in the next week we can support the people around us, especially those people closest to us. Uh, you might just be reducing your overall risk of chronic inflammation. So again, this has been uh, the Vitality Explorer news podcast. Um, you can find it on a variety of different areas on the web, um, on Apple Podcasts. You can sign up at VitalityExplorers.com to receive a free text message newsletter each week or visit the Vitality Explorer News Substack site and uh, learn more about all the details. Our goal here is to enhance global vitality one person at a time and to take the friction out of staying vital. So until next time, everybody, dare to be vital.